I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. First team that we are going to preview. It's been a bit quiet in the offseason. They are the masters of being such a big club, but flying under the radar. They've had a lot of recruits. They had a very disappointing season last year. And I say very disappointing because the back end of their season kind of, let's just say, uh, made their season look a bit better than it really was, in my opinion, especially for the roster they had. We are going to be doing the Roosters. Sydney Roosters. So last year... They finish, so basically what we've done is, is we've looked at all the attacking stats, looked at all the defensive stats, and averaged out where your team finished last year in attack and defence. So, you know, missed tackles, tries conceded, um, penalties, and then in attack, you know, tries, line breaks, blah, blah, blah. So, last year, the Roosters finished 15th for attack, and then they finished 9th for defence. So just on those two stats alone... That's an extremely disappointing uh, season for the Roosters. And I think that actually gives you a better indication of how disappointing their season was for, for the roster they had. Now, that's stats though. The intangible things the Roosters seem to have that is just some of the strongest in the competition, even when everything's not going their way, even when it just doesn't seem to be working, they find a way. And that's always um, this gritty underbelly that I don't think they get enough appreciation for. Uh, so heading into this season, let's have a look at their rosters. Well, actually, let's get your thoughts. Just a, a broad view of the Roosters last season heading into this season. Uh, yeah, obviously last season, uh, pretty disappointing one for the Roosters. They started incredibly slow. They finished fast. Uh, the thing that stood out for me, Kempi, was the Roosters show what they could do at the back end of the year in that they pretty much played eight weeks straight of finals footy. It was must-win games every single week. Uh, they changed their halfbacks, smack in the middle of that. They then rolled into finals, you know, what they do, they knocked over the Sharkies and then a cross-field speculator kick off Cam Munster that finished their season realistically. Mm. So I think when you got to the back end of the season, the Roosters were one of the sides you didn't want to play mm. um, and they are starting to work it all out. So 
I'm really excited for them this year. I think that they will finish high. So there's three years in a row, though, mm. and it hasn't played out. But I love this squad, mate. The Honestly, this might be the only team in the competition that the bench middle forwards might actually be better than the starting middle forwards. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think that if this was two years ago and they had this incredible run heading into finals, you'd go, oh, they're a finals footy side, how good. But it's a negative now for me because when you really look at it, the fact they didn't make the top four is why they didn't go at the very least into a prelim. Mm. And it's why they could have potentially been in a grand final. Like, for example, I don't, and I don't know what side they landed on, but imagine the Roosters went up to Suncorp and played that version of the Brisbane Broncos. They, they might have pipped them. Yep. Um, and so I personally believe that it's actually, even though they finished really strong, and I'm not saying that you're, you're saying this, but even though they finished really strong, it's actually warning signs for me that there's a certain uh, habits that are being formed at that club where they start extremely slow and then just ramp it all up when it matters when in reality they don't have to start flying, but they need to give themselves top four position with that squad. Timmy, oh, Gert. Oh, no, like, there's just a few factors for me, though, that when I look back at the start of the Roosters' season last year, like you've got to remember, pre-season, Angus Crichton. He wasn't playing at the start of the year. Connor Watson gets injured. Brendan Smith comes in at nine. I, I just... And I know, I know they've got a history of starting slow, but I believe the Roosters will have this worked out for the start of this year. I think mm. they're in a better spot than they have been, probably since they won the back-to-back premierships. Oh, absolutely. Like, So I... I know they'll be approaching this year differently because Trent Robinson has identified and said openly that we need to sort that out. But it still doesn't change the fact that, you know, whatever things happened at the start of the year, it's been like five years now and they really haven't fired a shot with a really good squad. Timmy, what do you reckon? Yeah, I thought last season that that late run home papered over the cracks in what was a really poor season. They started last season as... You know, among the top... What, they were my favourites to win the yeah, comp. Yeah, they were pretty, well, pretty close to favourites to win the entirety of the NRL competition. They've snuck into seventh off a remarkable run home, as the Roosters tend to do, under Trent Robinson. They finished with a negative points differential, negative 24. They were also a game off finishing in 11th place. <clears throat> this is a side that many are tipped to win the competition. I think there's a lot of issues that we saw last year that I think Trent Robinson and this establishment are good enough to overcome this year. One of them being, as you mentioned, can be that historically in recent seasons, they've been really slow starters. They need to address that and get quickly out of the blocks because they can't afford to leave themselves in a position needing to win eight on the trot to make finals. Top four needs to be the minimum goal for this side. The squad they've got this year, which we'll get to shortly, is phenomenal, and there's no reason why they shouldn't be among premiership contenders again this year. Yeah. Um, have you got anything unique to add to that, Matty? Uh, no, I kind of pretty Same. much agree with what Timmy said, yeah. And me so? Yeah, good team. They came in with a wet sale last year, won eight of their last ten. Um, I can tell you they're best backed, actually, to make the top four. Oh, really? At $2.50. Wow. Nine fifty to win the comp. So they're the best backed over Panthers? Yeah. Yep, I think the punters like the value that they see there, $2.50. Yeah. Wow. That's um, interesting. What? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, nine fifty to win the comp, um, which uh, a few people were keen on them last year, not so much this year, but um, I think they're going to be a good team again right there and thereabouts. Okay, let's get into the predicted squad. This, is, this isn't my predicted squad. This is Timmy's predicted squad. SC Playbook, baby. Give her a follow at <laughs> SC Playbook 1. Give the guru a follow. Also, Guru's hats are dropping tonight, 8 p.m. 
Correct? And shirts as well. Yeah, hats and shirts dropping tonight uh, for the Kangaroo Tour. Um, obviously, you all know who's been selected in the squad now. Hammy's coming to Vegas with us. Um, have we got a bone to pick or what? Well, I just I feel like me not being selected first <laughs> kind of doesn't add up and haven't been contacted. Like Just like when teams get people get dropped from Queensland, New South Wales, and then they interview the player and it's like, oh, yeah, he didn't even call me. Guru didn't even call me. Didn't even say, oh, this is the reason why you haven't been selected yet. Yeah, I think part of being a kangaroo, which Hammy would understand, is commitment. <laughs> and yep, we're on a plane to Vegas in a few weeks, which is going to be awful, I'm yep. sure. Um, and I think and you I, make I'm your not, own bed sometimes. Well, how can I fly over there if I'm not a part of the squad? Have I just got to pay the money and just land and go, hopefully Guru pits me, picks me? Hammy did. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I know. That's, That's right. right. Whammy Goodman and uh, and Guru Tamlin. <laughs> Whammy uh, Goodman. Heading over. <laughs> Whammy. And... Uh, I did think uh, Matty Corningstone a little bit stiff to miss the squad as well, but what do you do? Yeah. So that's the only people you can take. Look, hey, live by the sword, die by the sword. We'll yep. see how you go, mate. We'll see how you go. I won't be death riding you at all. Uh, 8 p.m. tonight, <laughs> the shirts, the hats drop. Very limited a number, so make sure to be there. Kenji, uh, with these uh, predicted squads that have gone up online, very keen for you boys. If you can change my mind on any of the 1-17s, mm. we can make some live changes throughout the show and update those sides. Okay. So if, you've got, if anything's out of place... Hit us. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Also, how poetic that we uh, promote his shirts whilst listening to, while talking about his side, uh, the Roosters. <laughs> um, now, predicted side. James Tedesco at one. That's craziness. Matt, Simi. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Tupo on the wing. Manu, center. Suali'i, center. Dom Young, wing. Kiri, six. Walker, seven. Terrell May, starting. Eight. Hargreaves, suspended. Okay. Brandon Smith, 9. Lindsay Collins, 10. Butcher, 11. Wong, 12. 13. Radley, 14. Watson, 15. Spencer Lenu, 16. Crichton, 17. Butcher. Uh, as you just said, Hargreaves um, suspended. Uh, look, some key, situ- some key um, players in this starting squad. For me, it really is Sam Walker. Uh, I feel like with everything that happened last season, out of first grade, gets dropped, come, back's in, come back in, they look like a different team. Uh, their attack just goes to another level. I think it's it's got to get to the point now where, look, obviously if he's not playing well, then you can't just can keep selecting him. But I think that that even, it shouldn't even be in the Roosters' thinking at the moment. It should just basically be, he's our guy going forward. I think that also uh, heading into last year, there was still some hesitation, like is this Kiri's team or is this Walker's team? I think that, it, you've basically got to get to the point where Kiri is getting a bit older. There's been he's talked a little bit, not necessarily about retiring, but be very surprised if he does go around again when this contract ends. I think they've got to give the keys to the castle to Sam Walker, uh, and I think that this year is going to be a huge year for him because we have to remember when he came into first grade, it was this guy is the next big thing, like superstar origin. He, he's you know going to have DC's jersey in a couple of years. Heading into this year, there's really not much talk about him. He's only 21 years old, I think. Like, super, super young. I think he's in for a huge year. And the only way that the Roosters are going to, you know, fire a shot this year is if Sam Walker leads them to, you know, the deeper end of the finals. Without a doubt. I think he's one of the more interesting players in 2024, especially off what he did uh, in those finals games last year. I thought he was tremendous. And I was sitting in this seat six weeks before going, how can you possibly drop Hutcher? He's, yeah. he's played them back into same, form. Same. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think 
Great and call from Robbo. Oh, and I was just about to yeah. say, we've all got very used to mounting shit on Robbo and mm. you know telling him when he's got it wrong, but he absolutely nailed that, and yeah. I don't think he got enough credit for it. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a such a gutsy call. You've got to win every game heading into the end of the season. You already dropped Sam Walker. He's been injured. Hutcho was outstanding for him. They won two or three games, and you go, no, no, but we need to go to another level if we're going to make any kind of a dent in finals footy. I think it was a great call. Thoughts on Sam Walker and the the, the Kiri combination. Do you kind of agree they need to give the keys to Castle or do you think they need to still give it's Kiri? 12 months ago we spoke about this, boys, and it was such a fascinating point of conversation. I'm still a little bit torn on it. And mm. the reason being is that I agree that Sam Walker should be given the keys to the Castle. However, I also love Sam Walker playing almost as a 5'8", at least in attacking sets when they're attacking the opposition line where he plays that second receiver, not first receiver, where he sweeps and goes from left side to right side. He's such... He's like the definition of an eyes-up footballer. He plays what's in front of him. He's a brilliant attacking player. And I don't want to see him be tied down too much and getting the team around the park and take away from his brilliance with the ball in hand. Mm. So... That's where I'm a little bit... Um, when, when I say Keith to the castle, I mean the style of footy that is played yeah, by the okay. Roosters suits Sam Walker yeah. rather than suits Luke Keery's best assets. Kind yeah, of yeah. No, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. It's his team, play around his strengths. I, I like that take on it. But I do think, you know, Sammy Walker, Luke Keery, I don't like the whole idea of left side, right side. Sammy Walker needs this license to just go left side, right side, wherever he sees a vulnerability in the opposition defence because when he's on and in attack, he generally is. It's rarely a weak point for him, defensively maybe, but he's so, so lethal. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see him another year. I guess the only concern with Sammy Walker heading into this year, had a couple head knocks, I think, last year defensively. Um, and that is also... Uh, Kiri has never been a bad defender, but they're both really small bodies. Um, that's that's a concern defensively that they still haven't really managed to the, I guess, to yesteryear of, of who they had in those positions. Yeah, when he did come back for that second stint in the back end of the year, Sammy Walker, following injury as well, defence tightened up a lot yeah. from memory. I, I yeah. thought he improved out of sight. Okay, now let's go into the uh, forward pack. So there's been whispers Terrell May has potentially going to sign with the Bulldogs. I think watch this space because if he does sign with the Bulldogs, you know, Robbo may go, well, why would I start a guy like Terrell May or give him all these minutes when I know he's leaving? Maybe Spencer Linu begins to be the starter. Terrell May maybe goes to the bench. Maybe even, I mean, we've seen in histories when a player signs with another club, they get put in reserve grade, especially with a, a, um, a setup as strong as the Roosters have. It is just a small note to keep an eye on uh, because Terrell May, the back end of the season, was as good as Lindsay Collins. Now, Lindsay Collins was the best over the whole season for sure, but if they are to w- to fully win a premiership this year, they need Terrell May at his best, because I thought Terrell May was absolutely outstanding last year. Might put Robbo in a really tough spot where he has to pick one of his other international front rowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the depth in the forward pack is unbelievable. As I said... You know, you have a look at their bench. When Jared's available, you're going to have Spencer Lenu and probably Terrell May coming off the pine. I mean, <laughs> it's incredible to think that, like, teams would be more looking forward to dealing with him the first 20 minutes than the next 20, which not many teams have a luxury like Not many teams ever have a luxury like that. Mm. I've seen Origin teams that don't have this luxury. It's crazy. To have these sort of front rowers mm. coming off the bench. Spencer Lenu arrive at the club, and as you said, Angus Crichton, like, 
he's the biggest wild card out of all of them. Like they've got two years ago the best back row in rugby league. Mm. I mean, on the bench, Satili was the next big thing. Satili would shit into fifteen of other clubs. A starting side, like starting on the edge. Like think about how many clubs. So would Billy Smith. Yeah, the the four or five names I just mentioned who maybe playing New South Cup start for most teams in the NRL. Yeah. so, yeah, the front row situation with Terrell May. If, if he continues on this trajectory and they've got a rotation of Hargreaves, Collins, May and Spencer Linu, like, it's, it's up there with... Like, put it this way, if it's going toe-to-toe with Moses and Fisher-Harris and that, obviously I'm going to back Moses and Fisher-Harris because they've dominated so much. But it's almost a 50-50 battle of who's going to come out on top. Now, as I said, I'd have the Penrith Packers favourites because they've done it so many times. But on paper, it's just as good. Keep in mind, when Brandon Smith comes off for a spell and Connor Watson goes to nine, you've now got, I think, the best momentum guy in rugby league. You can use him as a middle as well. Yeah. It's, it's uh, off its head. Actually crazy. And if Victor Radley comes back to that form, especially back into the season, I thought he was quite good. Uh, this forward pack is absolutely scary. Another, you know, a key about it all is Brandon Smith. We saw towards the end of the year, he did start to find his feet. He did get his connections right. Looked a bit lost at the start of the year. A bit like, I wouldn't say missing the storm, but that comfortable nature of like knowing your role, exactly how to execute it. I mean, the storm still haven't recovered from Brandon Smith leaving, in my opinion. Whereas towards the end of the year, you could, you could see Brandon Smith become way more comfortable. Like If you go and watch early clips uh, of him at the Roosters, just coming out of dummy half, you could just feel him, you almost feel his anxiety of like, you know, do I go, do I not go? By the end of the year, it was, everything was very smooth, very co- like confident and calm. If he continues that, it just, it just locks everything up perfectly for him. Like that, that could, that's the, the linchpin to their attack. Mate, that anxiety coming out of dummy half, I could see that when he was in Melbourne. Mm. It's just he had that season where he scored 12 <laughs> tries. When you're 10 metres out, it was impossible to stop. Mm. But as I said all last season, the other 90 metres was a huge worry for me. The last six weeks, I thought he was tremendous. Mm. He was doing things out of hooker that I genuinely didn't think he was capable of doing. Yeah. And this is where I think it is sort of starting to gel for this side. And I think he's going to be a big one there, Brandon Smith. You get Connor Watson back, who I believe will play a bit of nine when he comes on the field. Um, <laughs> I know we've said it before, but it's just too stacked to miss. It's honestly unbelievable. On paper, it's just incredible. Yeah. What do you reckon about Smith, Timmy? I still like stand by what we spoke about 12 months ago. And I'd, I'd love, you know, a more traditional number nine in this because there are so many tackle weapons in the team like a Sam Verrills who makes his tackles, who gives good service. Not saying Cheese doesn't give good service, but his focus is defence, service, get the ball in the hands of Kiri, Walker, Tedesco, all these key players and not overcomplicating things. That being said, you work with the roster that you've got. And while I love Brandon Smith as sort of like a ball-playing lock and a number 13 got Connor Watson, Victor Radley, Brandon Smith, like mm. they've got too many players. So you have to work with Brandon Smith at number nine. And, and you're right, the back end of last year, you really saw his decision-making around the ruck, particularly on the line, improve. His ball playing, well, ball playing, passing game, I should say, from dummy half did improve. So, you know, we know he's a Dalliam hook at number nine, as you allude to often, Guru. A lot of that was playing 13, scoring a lot of tries and whatnot. Um, they can certainly make it work. If they do make it work, it just becomes a truly frightening squad and prospect. Personally, I wish he was 13 and they had another number nine, like a Verrills. Honestly, like a Parramatta situation, not saying that they'd want a Lussick or a Hands or someone, but just goes out there and plays that old school number nine role. Could you not go, Sandon Smith, 
And Watson off the bench. And where, where, where does Radley go? Maybe you just carry Brandon Smith um, coming off the bench. Just Impact in the middle. middle forward, yeah. Do you, does it just become maybe a bit of a small bench if they do that? Like, so then what you'd inject? Small bench. And Angus, what drops uh, out? So, sorry, who, who would you have out? on your bench? So you would probably run with Spencer and your Angus Crichton and Cheese. With Sandon or Sandon at nine? Yeah, well, then probably Watson at 14, Sandon at nine, if you wanted to go down that avenue. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just once again, just ridiculous that they've got this. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of the forward pack, Sul Wong. So you've got him starting. That, I, just a prediction. Yeah, lottery. I, I think, I, look, he absolutely has the talent. I don't know if he'll start the season there, but I think there's a really good chance by about round 10 he has that spot. I also think Satili is just as much a chance of getting either Sul Wong's spot or Angus Crichton's spot as... As all three, like I actually think all three are kind of, even though Angus Crichton's got the most runs on the board, you know, his form hasn't been as good as we've seen in the past. So we don't know if, if he does bounce back. Obviously, he is the number one back rower. Uh, but I do think Satili Tupanua, it's like recency bias, a bit of out of sight, out of mind. But we have to remember when this guy is on, he is an absolute scary, scary prospect for defences. So if, he, if he comes out in the trials mm. and impresses and looks like, because he's coming back from it's an ACL, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Came yeah. back back end of last year, is that right? Yeah, or like he came he, back briefly. Yeah, yeah, came back briefly. Um, if he looks fit, good, explosive as he did pre ACL injury, sweet. He probably starts on the edge, but I can see him returning to New South Wales Cup for a few games. What yeah, I, I think Wong starts. I think still he'll come back through reserve grade. Insane that. I think they re-signed Satili a few weeks ago. Yeah, they're big on put this. I've spoken to some boys, not started this preseason, but maybe the one before, and like they're big on him. Like mm. they reckon in preseason he rips and tears, like yeah. kills it. Um, are we look? I know Nat Butcher got. Was, I don't know if it was a Player of the Year, but one of their awards. Yeah. Um, are we locked in for him on the edge? Um, when you've got guys like Satili, Sil Wong, Angus Crichton that may be about to offer a bit more in attack? I'm not locked in. Mm. I think he is a very safe play there. Mm. I think he'll always do a job for you. But if you can get Angus and Wong at their absolute best, I'm picking both of them before Butcher. Yeah, because like Butcher's – what's funny is I am I have Butcher more locked into the 17 than nearly every player except for maybe Teddy – like he's right up there for me yep. because you need him in the 17. Like he, he gets through so much of the tough stuff. Uh, but I, I actually don't have him locked into the starting side just yet because of the ceiling of some of these other guys. But what I am sure of is we know Nat Butcher's going to – the chances of Nat Butcher playing poorly is like pretty much zero. Mm. Whereas the chances of some of these other boys having a bit of a down year, that, that could happen. That could happen. Um, so, yeah, the Nat Butcher on the edge there, that's going to be interesting. I will say I think that – out of all those boys, he's the most likely to be in the 17. Like, he absolutely has to be in the 17, wherever you put him. I think when you have a look at those guys, like, we know Angus can play through the middle at a high click. Mm. We know Nat Butcher can as well. And, you know, I'm sure Wong could, but this is what makes me confident that Wong will be there round one is that I think his absolute best position is on the edge. Like, he's a specialist yeah, edge Yeah, I think backer. he's a specialist yeah. edge. Yeah. Um, so I'm expecting him to, I think, come finals last year, I think he lined up on the right-hand side uh, for the Chooks. Um, him I, with another year is just scary. I cannot mate, wait. Yeah, we, we got a little taste of it last year. I, I, I think he'll be one of the best forwards in rugby league. A, in another, years time. another factor that will play into that decision is because they do have two smaller bodied halves in Kieran Walker defending. 
because they have so many options, who are the best bodyguards yeah. for these two little fellas? And that might lean towards Nat. Yeah. He may not be as big as mm. Tilly, but defensively he is like one of the best in the comp, really. Yeah, and of course Angus. Yeah. If we get the best of Angus, yeah, and that's the whole thing with Angus. Like we're, you know, he's in the mix here, but we could quite as be sitting here at the end of the season going, okay, Angus is your first choice Kangaroos back row. Yeah, yeah. that's the sort of ability he's got. Yeah, or Angus has been in, in New South Wales Cup all year. Like, yeah. That, yeah, that could potentially happen. Um, okay, let's get into the back, shall we? Dom Young, huge off-season signing. What a, it's almost a bizarre situation they find themselves in because like the Suwili test in centres didn't really seem to work. Now, he's so young. Maybe he just needs a year there and he's going to come out and kill it. But it's like, okay, I'll ask you all this and it's just quick answers, quick answers. Who's a better winger, Dom Young or Suwili? Sorry, I know you said quick. Um, I think Suwili. 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 I would go say Dom Young. Dom Young. I'll say Suwili. And yet, so you're taking a guy that's better at wing, putting him into a position that potentially, you know, if this happens, position that he didn't really go that well at to put a, another guy on the wing. It's Ask a, me who's a better centre, Suwili or Billy Smith. I'll tell you Billy Smith, yeah. but I'm picking Suwili. That's what I, I mean. I just need to have him in the side. I, I agree. I think Billy Smith's a better centre as well. At the moment. I think in a couple of years, Suwili will yes. be a better centre. Yeah. Uh, so it is a, a very bizarre situation where you've got one of the best young wingers in the competition, Barnan, this close to origin only a couple of years ago, getting moved into centre to accommodate a guy that has had, you know, one really good year. Uh, it's, it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot. Do you think they're making the right... If this is what they do, is it the right call? I think so. I don't know. I, you know, I, I also... This will sound crazy, but I, I wouldn't rule Billy Smith out of making his way into that side. Mm. Trent Robinson absolutely loves Billy Smith. Over Tupu? Oh. I don't, I don't know who, that's the thing. But I, if Billy Smith somehow ends up there, I mean, do you start to think, okay, Suli, you're not going to be here next year? He's just so good, though. Yep. You know, he's just got that it factor. Premiership window. But, yeah. like, the position we want to play when we've seen you there, we weren't happy with you there. Billy Smith, we were happy with you there. You're going to be here for the future. I And I'm playing devil's advocate. To be yeah, yeah, I would sure. pick Suli at left centre because I think you just have to have him in the side somewhere. But it wouldn't surprise me if Robbo does go with Billy Smith there. Is it more likely that if Billy Smith is picked, Suwili goes wing, Daniel Tupu drops out? I would not do it, but is that more likely? I, a few people have said this to me. I cannot imagine a universe where they don't pick Daniel Tupu. I, I think that Robbo's too loyal. Yeah. And he's done a consistent job he's for 10 done. years. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah and, and you're right. Like, you getting an 8 out of 10 every single week. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's going to be... Talk about competition for back spots. You have a couple of bad games, you are gone. This is one of those very rare situations where if Robbo has an injury in the trials, he'll probably, part of me will probably go, okay, it's one less tough decision I have to make. Now, look, this is going to sound insane, insane, but I had heard whispers, and they were from decent sources, that Dom Young wanted to play, not, not that he wanted to play centre, that he, there was a potential of him playing centre for the Roosters. So that would mean Suli Su- Su- would wing. go to the wing. All right, so at the moment, top try scorer for the Chooks, Dom Young, $1.67. Mm. If any of these kind of machinations of getting Suwili'i out on the wing works, um, you're getting $6.50, oh. Joseph Suwili'i, top Roosters try scorer. So whether that's a two-poo reshuffle, whether Young comes in, he goes out there. Jump on all that. All of a sudden, that six fifty looks Jump on that. I think that Dom Young is way too short standing outside Manu. I don't think he'll get as much ball as what he did last year, personally. What, Suwili'i? 
Ah, uh, sorry, uh, no, Dom Young. If he's right wing, yep. no, but we're talking Suli. If Suli gets moved to the wing, he's paying six bucks. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saying though, if I, I assume Dom Young will be on the right. I yep. reckon that is way too unders when you're standing outside Joey Manu compared to Dan Gagor. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, okay, so gun to head, boys, is the back line Tedesco, Tupo, Manu, Suli, Young? For me, yes. Yeah, I think it will be, but I don't think it should be. Oh, okay, Maddie, speak to I, me. I think. Loyalty aside, their best team is Teddy, wingers Suali'i, Young, centers Billy Smith, Joe Manu. That's their best team. <laughs> it's brutal, but that's their best team. I don't think so. I don't think so. Tupo's got the runs on the boards. I, I would pick Tupo over Young. So would I. Honestly, Young a year ago, how worried were we about him? Yeah. yeah. Like, we, like, defensively, we were super worried about him. He had a year outside. Dang, guy, he was fantastic. But I, like... Like Tupo's been running still. bloody 180 metres for a 1,000 years, yeah. averaging a game. Hardly played a bad game in 10 years. Great defence. You know, he's got sorted his errors out that he had earlier in his career. Dom Young was outstanding last year, but you just don't know. Mm. But I like it. I like the chat there, Matty. Defied the laws of physics, scored the try of the year. That's Dreadlock's true. Going oh, you, you, are you a Dom Young man? I like where Matty's back. Okay. This one. So yeah. you'd go Tupo in Resi's stuff Well, here. I mean, that's this is just... Crazy how stacked they are, but I, I think that's a better balanced side that Matty okay. um, wow. just rolled out. Okay. Now, in saying all that, let's get to predictions for the, the Roosters. So we all agree they need to start fast or at least start strong. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where do we predict them landing? I'll go first. I've got them in my top four. Yeah, I've got them top four as well. Oh, I've just got them sitting between four and five. Um, yeah, I, when I said top four, I was like, oh, I could see fifth. I'm, I'm, after that conversation, I'm trying to squeeze them into the four. Uh, you know, and I'll be a bit more specific. I know, I know we're planning on doing like brackets of four, but I think they're fourth or fifth. Okay. Yeah, I've got them fourth to six. Fourth to six? I've got them top four. Top four? Yeah. There you go. 